We are LP Magazine, and since 2001, we've been the leader in providing content and education for the loss prevention and asset protection industry, and we are known as the voice and authority of the LP community. Each episode, we'll be sharing and discussing the latest in trends and current issues related to all things retail and profit protection. You're listening to the LPM Podcast. Hello, everybody. Kevin McMenamin here with Loss Prevention Magazine. I'm the Chief Operating Officer of LPM Magazine and LPM Media Group. Uh, I've got a co-host today uh, in Rhett Asher, who is the uh, director of the ISCPO. Rhett, what does ISCPO stand for? International Supply Chain Protection Organization. Woohoo! See, now I, that was a test to make sure that you actually knew because you're pretty new in the role and I wasn't sure if you actually knew what all the letters were yet. So this yeah. is good. This is good. You made it that far. All right. And with us today is a bunch of folks we have from a company called Life Raft. And um, this is kind of a, a different concept of a podcast for us because um, normally I would be like, oh, here's who we're with today and here's who we're talking to. And I'm going to do any of that today because I'm going to let them introduce themselves because I don't really know them. Um, and I, <laughs> which is not a bad thing, right? But um, I don't really know them because we've, we've hardly met. And the whole idea of this whole concept, this series that we're doing uh, with LPM Podcast is to get to know some of these up and coming companies and the folks who, uh, who run them or are involved with them and, uh, and ask them the question, you know, so what do you do? Uh, and that's, uh, that's what we're going to do today. Uh, Rhett and I are just like we're at a trade show or in Rhett's case at a trade show bar. And, um, and we're here talking to the folks at Life Raft and we're just going to walk up and say, hey, so what do you do? So ladies, um, I'll let you introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what your role is and let's talk about what you do. For sure. So um, thanks for having us, Rhett and Kevin. Um, I'm Melissa Cooper, our manager of marketing and communications here at Life Raft. I'm Catherine Neal, senior solutions executive here at Life Raft. I'm Mary Jane Leslie, or MJ, and I am the Chief Growth Officer at LifeRaft, which is a fancy name for uh, taking care of all of the client-facing and revenue-facing operations, and then a whole bunch of uh, other items that no one else wanted to do. That's my job. <laughs> so, Chief Cook and Bottle Washer, uh, and I understand Dog Walker too, right? Because isn't um, don't we have a, another? Is Do you have it there? He oh, he's sleeping. Oh, okay. Actually, I think he said, he said walk. Oh, there he is. There we go. Our chief there he sniffing is. officer, our CSO, George. <laughs> chief sniffing officer. So um, th- that you just scored like massive points with me already. Um, I love bringing my dog to work and I've got four of them. So um, so next time I'm up, in, up your way, because you guys are what, Nova Scotia? We are, yes. Yeah. So we'll have to bring the dogs up there and, and we'll have a little doggy party. So tell us about what you do up there in Nova Scotia and, and, and uh, what is it exactly that uh, Life Raft can help folks with? Yeah, so we are a technology company, as you said, out of Halifax, Nova Scotia on the east coast of Canada. And we provide a security intelligence platform to some of the biggest brands in the world. Um, it's really to help them with their physical security programs, some of cyber teams as well, um, but really leveraging the wealth of information that is available on social media, alternative social media sites, deep web, dark web, uh, aggregating that content and then filtering it and investigating it to make sure that when there is a credible threat to your organization, you can investigate and validate that information kind of in one central location. Excellent. So um, give me an example of, of the types of things that, that you guys are looking for. 
So it depends on the organization. The kind of common anecdote I really like that people remember often is typically um, at a major sports uh, event, there's always somebody that wants to streak. Um, <laughs> That streaker wants to, wants a little bit of attention uh, right off the bat. So usually they'll post on social media. If I get 10 retweets, I'll run on the field or something like that. Um, it's our software that's looking for content and individuals that are posting that type of thing. That one's a little bit more funny than threatening. Um, although it costs tens of thousands of dollars to stop a major sports game. So um, the ROI on that is actually preventing. So we're proactive in as soon as they post that information, we can identify it and then resolve it before it becomes an issue. I, I like um, I like the example. I mean, you could have told me that, you know, there might be a bomb threat in front of such and such building or something really boring like that. But um, I'm definitely liking that we went with the streaker story first. So, <laughs> We're keeping um, it light. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you guys do a good job with that, right? Because you, you, you like to keep stuff light and uh, and you do do some some pretty interesting things outside of just, um, you know, how you deliver uh, your product, right? And your services. Um, you like to keep it kind of fun. So tell us a little bit about tell us the personality of life raft yeah so melissa did a great job saying what it is we do that is actually not what we're known for um, we're known for throwing a pretty good party uh and we i mean we're we're a pretty rough and tumble group we were a startup organization kath and i have been here since there was less than 10 people um and when you're poor in that scenario you need to get creative with how you do events and how you can participate for anybody that I, I'm sure, you know, is listening, you've been to the big ISC or GSX um, conferences that are just gigantic and really hard to stand out. So we got very creative. And actually, um, several years ago, Kath and I were in Myrtle Beach in the off season for a conference called Osmosis when we first kind of kicked off this alternative marketing channel. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Canadian Thanksgiving as well and a hurricane, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, it was a perfect storm. We, we do like to keep it light. It's pretty serious stuff we're dealing with and pretty heavy. So, you know, the big, the big personality of life raft is definitely to, to make sure our customers understand that we understand what they want, but keeping it light and, uh, and airy at the same time, we all know what we're doing. And I, I did want to also thank you three for uh, joining the ISCPO. We mentioned earlier uh, the affiliation there and Life Raft has been a new and great partner for the ISCPO and we're looking forward to an awesome year of doing some fun things. And I thought it might be important uh, before we get too far into this or at the end to, you know, uh, connect you guys to what the supply chain uh, folks out there are looking for as it relates to what you all do. So things like I'm assuming things you can uncover through social media postings are uh, things like blocking of roadways if there's going to be a protest or if there's going to be some sort of, um, uh, you know, uh, looting events or things that are posted there where people are gathering online to talk about what they're going to do. So it, can you mention anything like that as far as, you know, routes or road blockages or things that you've seen in the past? Yeah. Um, so we call it situational awareness so that everybody is on, on, on their uh, game. But uh, obviously, so our, for context for listeners as well, our customer base is, is broad by industry. So we work with a lot of pharmaceuticals, a lot of oil and gas, a lot of technology companies, people that are doing and have very different supply chain issues um, that we're already providing some coverage um, of that to begin with. Uh, one of the larger companies that we work for uh, had a 
they were actually going to IPO. So their supply chain in that instance was actually their person. Their executive was on a roadshow to do some meetings. And we really needed to make sure that there was coverage on any disruption, whether planned or unplanned. Um, I don't think I need to tell everybody in New York City, there's a, an unplanned road disruption frequently. Um, so giving context into that and, and actually giving them real-time alerting so that they can make very important decisions for duty of care of that executive was a game changer for them and, and was the beginning of a very long um, kind of customer engagement process that wasn't just with global security, but that opened up kind of the out-of-the-box thinking of where else could we apply this type of technology and this type of use case, and supply chain is exactly one of them. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And hey, I heard a rumor, as Kevin did, something about lobsters. So can you talk <laughs> a little bit about maybe the supply chain as it relates yeah. to lobsters coming in from Canada? Yeah, that was a direct supply chain to Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was. And by way of uh, shipping it in the cargo of an airplane when we were on our way to uh, Global Security Exchange, so GSX, um, that was, it was in Chicago. And keeping on the theme of liking to throw a bit of a unique event for people as well when when there are giant uh, receptions and, and ballroom uh, type events, you can get lost in the crowd, but also it can not always be a great opportunity to really connect with people. And that's what we love about going on the road, of course, as, as it is for most people. So we like to play on the fact that we're from the east coast of Canada and people seem to like when we bring tons of maple syrup and we thought, how can we step up our game? How can we level up uh, this year? And so we decided to ship, how many pounds? I don't know. It was like a hundred lobsters. It was insane. <laughs> it was a hundred <laughs> lobsters that we shipped from Nova Scotia direct to Chicago are by ship we mean we the employees that were coming to the show at six o'clock in the morning for their flight had to carry on and <laughs> as part of their luggage yeah and we thought we would do it like an east coast themed party at our Airbnb by the way <laughs> um one of the nights before the show kind of kicked off and we really under or overestimated how involved people would like to be. And we thought being from the East Coast of Canada, we're all used to shelling the lobsters ourselves. That did not seem to be of interest to most people that were already dressed up to go out for the night. So MJ was tasked. Well, that's where the other part of my job came in. Um, that, that other line item for catch all, I ended up cracking like 45 lobsters by myself in the kitchen. And I smelled, we were going immediately from there to an event and I smelled so bad. And <laughs> I, this is not okay. My job is not as glamorous. And then worse than that, at least for, for some of us, was coming back at the end of the night to the stench of lobster permeating <laughs> through the Airbnb. And oh. Oh my God. Good idea. Execution was there. We, yeah, we could have worked on yeah, execution. <laughs> but three of our American friends had lobster for the first time yep. during that um, event, which was very successful. And four, four people did give a very good college try at cracking yeah. a lobster, which, yeah. if nothing else, was satisfacting for me on yeah. an entertainment level. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Absolutely get a credit awesome. to that one due to supply chain management, actually, <laughs> um, where they say that employees had to carry lobster. I, I'm cursed in supply chain. Oh, we right. went to uh, our RSA in San Francisco. I was, MJ is great at packing. We kind of have a new rule here at Life Raft. If it doesn't fit in a backpack, it's not going um, with you on the plane. 
I might have put the nail in the coffin on that one. I took a suitcase, grabbed some extra stuff for the booth. Uh, my suitcase arrived uh, never. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in San Francisco with no suitcase and it actually arrived back here in Halifax before I did so supply chain wise it's good to know that Kathy is not the reliable source in this and should not be taking part in something as important as lobsters to a party <laughs> yeah we had a lot of trips every day that was the other just terrible part about that and why we've sworn ourselves to backpack life because every day we had the hope that her luggage was going to arrive and every day we ended up at Target getting another outfit for Cap to wear. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, you're like, you've got fresh new clothes for this conference. She was like, yes, it was intentional. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here all week. Yeah. Uh, on the upside to all that too, is that I don't, I don't know if there's really anybody listening that can't relate to that. We, especially if you're a road warriors, like most of us are right. You, we've all had that lost bag and that midnight run to try to find, you know, I remember being at like a, like a JC Penney's like shopping for like mix and match suits. You know, it was like, almost like what were those like, granimals? Like it was like trying to match, like this is top go with these bottoms, you know, like, cause, cause you're, cause you're, you're stuck with no luggage and you're, you know, yeah, that's hysterical. Oh, and who yeah, at least now that? you don't have to do the lobster stuff off of your, uh, you can cross that off your, your area of responsibilities and probably smell a lot better than. Um, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. I was going to say, who hasn't come back to their room late at night smelling lobster, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so listen, so the whole idea of this whole like series that we're doing is because um, people are listening, probably going, are all they going to talk about is all this like fun stuff and they're just laughing and having a good time? Yes, because <laughs> the whole idea is, to, is to, to, to talk to you guys and get to know the personality behind the business, right? Um, you, you got a, a super product and, and, and plus these stories, you know what they do is they, they demonstrate how you think outside the box, right? If you can do that in everyday life, then imagine what you do in the business side of things. And you guys are thinking outside, we want to do something creative. We want to do something innovative. We don't want to do what everyone else is doing. We want to do it somewhere other than anyone else is doing it. And at the end of the day, there's a need and we're filling it. So, so I think, and I think that's, you know, that, that seems to kind of sum things up with you guys too, right? Is, is, um, you are thinking outside the box, even the, the way you looked at how you deliver this, this stuff for supply chain. And I, I love the, the idea of a, of a product like that, not just being used for like planning purposes, but being able to be used like in real time, right? So um, to go back into the business side just a little bit, um, tell us a little bit more about you know, the, the, the general applications and then let's talk about how people get a hold of you guys and, and where they find out more about you and how they get a demo and things like that. So general applications I can cover, then maybe you guys can jump in because I'll inevitably forget some. Um, the the beauty of the platform and kind of our approach to it, much like our approach to it, the social aspect of business is we want to make it as flexible as possible, um, but be as kind of supportive and comprehensive also. And uh, to do that, we basically configure and, and walk through with clients on how, what is your business challenge? And usually we translate it into quote unquote use case. So what is your use cases? What is keeping you up at night? And then we can teach them how to apply that use case to the platform so that we can make sure that we're covering their bases. So typically those um, use cases would include things like executive protection, situational awareness, which is, that could be anything from event management, so monitoring for those streakers, um, or an ongoing situation like the IPO, or 
like your Debbie Downer opener on the, the bomb situation. That is a very common occurrence and kind of live active shooter situations. Um, that's all what we consider kind of situational awareness and the platform's very useful in that, but things like asset protection. So um, on the energy sector specifically, that becomes really, really relevant, especially in today's world um, for data breaches. So that's where the deep and dark uh, mystery web comes in because yeah. we're, we're, that ties into lots of different um, applications like executive protection. You can't have your executive's information being leaked out on those places on the internet, but also just for tech companies, a data breach is, is a dangerous thing and having people kind of leak information from a insider threat um, aspect is something that we specialize in as is workplace violence. Retail and loss prevention, uh, definitely a, a separate use case that looks at a number of different pieces depending on what that is. So being able to look into various classifieds, whether that's local, looking yeah. at Facebook marketplace, looking at all the different lists to see if there are certain numbers or certain products being sold. Yeah, you think we're creative. Some of these criminals on how <laughs> to steal stuff is absolutely wild. Yes, oh, yeah. ongoing, ongoing fashion. So. That's super important due diligence, whether that's you know employee due diligence or vendor due diligence. So we're assisting along those lines with supply chain too, as some people call that as the due diligence part as well. Yeah, definitely into also, it may be an unknown issue that you're monitoring for. So if you're looking for mentions of your company online with things that could be damaging to your brand, as an example, or it could be quite targeted. You could be very laser focused on identifying if um, someone has an issue with an executive or with some of your um, employees or, or whatever that may be. And then there's both the proactive and the reactive to your point earlier, you can get ahead of these things and have as much intelligence at your fingertips so that you can make better decisions faster, or you can, from a retroactive perspective, look and say, okay, now that we know that these are threats against our organization, how can we get the most information to help us in the future? Or how can we stay on top of these things? Yeah, I love that one. That was an out of the box concept from a, a client that I hadn't considered is they wanted to reenact an event that they, you know, went through and experienced and felt that there was a lot of lessons to be learned on how they could do it differently in the, in the future. So they wanted to understand what that footprint is, what they should be looking for in those situations that we don't know when and where they're gonna happen so that they could react better get a, a better handle on how they gather that intelligence and make the most sense of that data. And, and I think that that's a, a very interesting use case as well. Yeah, yeah a big thing and, for and us. Oh, sorry, Brad, go ahead. That's okay, I was gonna say, but you guys are also looking at various new and different social media sites, right? I mean, so you're not just monitoring the traditional LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, you're looking at a whole host of other online platforms too, right? It was a good interruption. I was actually going to say one of our key words here is pivot, um, which is what we help our clients do as well as being able to pivot into the newer, uh, where people are moving. So very quickly, social media and online um, changes, you know, every day. And we want to make sure we're on top of that and that we assist our clients in getting that move. So um, a big word here is definitely pivot, being able to pivot quickly. Yeah, pivot. And that's been, I mean, I think that's been the biggest thing in the last probably eight to 12 months is there has been quite a bit of migration from traditional social media sites. So people are leaving Twitter and going to some of these alternative um, sites that no one really knows what they are or how they operate. So a big part of our job and, and what we try to do, not just for customers, but for the industry is just educate, under, for us to understand and educate how these channels work, 
how you can harness the intel on the, what the challenges with them are going to be and how it's different than a, you know, a Twitter or, or what we would call a heavily regulated yeah. um, social media channel, because it is a bit of the wild, wild west on the internet for some of these um, platforms. And just understanding that and knowing the limitations going into it saves you a heck of a lot of time uh, that you might spend otherwise trying to figure out or get a hold of something that just doesn't exist. Yeah, that's, um, and one of the things we're really excited about working with Brett and the team at ISCPO uh, we've started to do these tech insights, which kind of to circle back to how people can learn a little bit more. Uh, we're partnering with the ISCPO to put together some really tactical reports for people to understand what, okay, so gab.ai, what is that? Why is it relevant to my security team? What threat intelligence am I going to be able to pull for and from this? Um, so we're really excited about that because it's it's a way for people to access information and education without um, kind of feeling like they're lost in the weeds as things continue to evolve and emerge over the next uh, few months. Yeah. Um, we're really appreciative at the ISCPO for that partnership and looking forward to all those fun, creative things that we can do together uh, to build awareness and drive your brand throughout our industry. And Love this opportunity because I, I tell people all the time, people do business with people they like and trust. And this really, this series is a great way to kind of humanize people and really let people get to know you personally. And then all, also understand how that connects to the way you act uh, professionally and how you can help organizations. So I'm super thankful for you guys uh, as a partner and as new friends and uh, really looking forward to some of the fun things we can do together as we move forward. I smell a joint party. Smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Those clips. I just want to, I want to apologize in advance for anybody who walks up to you at the next trade show and goes, Oh yeah. The lobster people. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys smell good today. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully that'll be a pleasant surprise for people. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. So let's tell it just, uh, let's throw in your, your uh, website. How do we get, I mean, can I get a demo? Can I get a, how do I get a hold of you guys? What do I, where do I go? What do I do? Absolutely. So if you head to liferaftinc.com, uh, we've got a big old request a demo button right in the top right corner. Um, and you can reach out to us there. We've got a contact form and uh, always definitely join us on LinkedIn. Uh, we're producing content every week on there that uh, people can follow along with um, or reach out to either Kevin or Rhett because you guys have our contact information and we're happy to uh, to coordinate with people individually as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see a website. Instagram for our pets too. So <laughs> yeah. you can follow us on we Instagram. We do have Office Dogs of Lifecraft um, as an account on Instagram if you would love to see this beautiful boy in a, yeah, in a creative way. Oh, that's awesome. And Kevin, people can go to the ISCPO website as well. Uh, Liferaft is under our association partners section, and there's a whole host of information about Liferaft and how to contact them. So uh, please feel free to go there as well. Okay, so liferaftinc.com. So we're L I F E R A F T I N C. That's crushed it. Yes, nailed it. All right, crushed that one. Yeah. I don't have a second <laughs> take for that. That's awesome. Um, and then iscpo.org. That one's easier. <laughs> Too many letters. All right. Um, any parting words? Yeah, Kevin, this is an awesome opportunity. We've been really excited about it since kind of chatting with you guys. It's been fantastic. So thanks so much for having us on the show. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
Yes, we're all looking forward to that a lot. Um, Rhett, thank you very much. Um, and thanks for the introduction, uh, you know, in, in helping to, to, to bring these guys in because this has been a really fun conversation. And uh, I think a lot of people um, will benefit not only from the, from the, the things that you guys do, but just from, um, you know, I, I, from the couple of conversations I've had with you, it's been just awesome. So um, I'm looking forward to meeting you guys live and in person. Um, and I'm looking forward to uh, to making sure that other people get to see get to meet you as well. So um, give us a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Passed the sniff test. All right, guys. Hey, um, so again, Kevin McMenamin, Loss Prevention Magazine, LPM Media Group. This has been. Uh, so what do you do? Um, and you guys actually did a great job telling us what you do, and we appreciate it. And um, everybody, stay safe, and we'll we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yes. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you.